Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. It's Thursday the 23rd of February. You're watching Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk. 12,000 asylum seekers will be fast-tracked without even a face-to-face interview with the Home Office as the government tries to reduce the backlog of cases within months. Why not just let them all in and give them all citizenship in a free house, hey? While lawyers for ISIS bride, Shamima Begum, say the fight is nowhere near over after she lost her bid yet again to regain UK citizenship. And a police officer is in critical but stable condition in hospital after being shot by masked men while coaching a youth football team in Omar in Northern Ireland. Good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Always appreciate you taking the time to join me discussing all of that and plenty more besides. I'm delighted to say is the editor of Spiked Online, Tom later. Good morning. Morning, Julia. Always good to see you. Um, Should we start with this asylum story? Because Mm. this is going to really rattle people uh, as they uh, have their cup of tea under the duvet this morning. Um, I do recommend just staying under. It is one of those days. Stay under the (laughs) duvet today. Um, I mean, this absolutely absurd situation where the government is planning, well, they've got got a backlog. The latest figures out, 150,000 asylum cases uh, sitting there in backlog, added to by 50,000 by the people who joined up on boats uh, in the last year. The average um, caseworker gets through uh, one case per week. I mean, uh, working from home is really working out well, <laughs> isn't it? So part of the resolution for this, I want to speed things up, they're going to hire more people, get through more cases, but they reckon a really good way of getting through more cases would be for the 12,000 people who come in who apply from um, Afghanistan, Syria, Libya, Eritrea and Yemen, 95% of whom are already always accepted. Mm-hmm. Crucially, 5% aren't, so... Um, the the 12,000 of those, basically, they'll be fast-tracked. They won't have to do a face-to-face interview. They'll just have to answer about 40 questions on a 10-page questionnaire. Um, And and then they'll be granted asylum or not. Um, Good system for deciding who can live in our country or not? Not at all. I mean, it's treating the problem purely as just the backlog is an issue of numbers on a spreadsheet to be made to disappear into another column rather than actually looking at what the core problem is. And I think when it comes to asylum seekers, when it comes to people fleeing war and persecution and so on, people want to be, British people want to be generous to those people. They do want to offer them asylum. I think the issue is they want to make sure that it's done in a managed way, that there are checks, that there aren't people who can abuse the system. And just saying that, well, because of 95% of the time, it's fine. That's not enough reason to peel those layers away, particularly if you want public buy-in for this for the asylum system. Yeah. If you want I mean, it to be based on a stable yeah. foundation, you can't do that. But again, you know, I mean, we all have to sort of, you know, have, have our liquids in, in 100 millilitre bottles, queue up for security, take our belts and our shoes and our coats off and get our iPads out and do all of that mm-hmm. to get on a plane. Well, more than 95% of people travelling on planes 
are, are, are not terrorists and not a threat to any any country. They just they just want to go on holiday or go on a business trip. Mm -hmm. And we all have to go through that rigmarole, which which is an absolute pain in the jacksy. Let's be honest. Every single time we fly, um, and and yet we go through that. Um, because because there is that tiny risk of that percent mm -hmm. terrorist trying to get on the plane to try and blow us up, but 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 we won't even go through even a pretense of mm -hmm. those sorts of checks with these people. There's a reason why police officers interview people face to face when they think someone is a suspect in a crime, or indeed someone who's claiming to be a victim of a crime. There's a reason you get the cut of someone's jib. You get there's a reason why people who do online dating do actually eventually meet <laughs> before they decide. I mean, normal people. You need to see the, you know the whites of their eyes. Mm. You need to, and and again, these are trained. They're supposedly home officers trained to actually be able to you know, tell if people are, are are being shifty, if people aren't answering questions legitimately. I mean, also, small point, are they actually from the country they say they're mm -hmm. from? Because often people have got rid of their, their, their passports and any other papers deliberately. So, yeah, oh, apparently you, you get fast-tracked if you're from Afghanistan. Oh, I'm from Afghanistan. Well, would it not be easier to tell if someone was from Afghanistan if they were being interviewed by somebody who spoke you know, Farsi? Mm -hmm. Is it Farsi they speak out? I think so. And it's, one of the things that I think is so concerning about this is the fact that what we're getting into is, again, just feeding more dysfunction into the system. Yeah. So I think even if you want, as I do, a generous system for asylum seekers, it still needs public buy-in, there needs to be checks, it needs to be stable, it needs to be people don't feel like there's any kind of loopholes yeah. that are being exploited. And yeah. again, if you're in a system where it's just kind of bureaucratic, tick box exercise, then yeah. you're not going to have that level of public support for it and yeah, I think indeed. that's what we're running into. And, and a generous system for asylum seekers, as a general for me, call me old fashioned, mm -hmm. wouldn't necessarily involve a priority lane, which is what effective the channel migrant boats is, for 20 year old men. Mm. Well that's the other thing, because I think when people think about this particular problem when they think when we even the words we used to talk about it because it's quite clear and has been for some time that when we're talking particularly about the channel boats in part this is not what we would traditionally refer to as asylum seekers hence why such a large proportion at one point were coming from Albania which yeah. uh, for all its problems is a safe country they're not fleeing war yeah. and persecution and given the fact that they're coming across the channel they're also shall we remember essentially fleeing France which is again not a yeah. war-torn had a lovely time there last week <laughs> it's this I, didn't want to I didn't want to flee there at all <laughs> is this kind of thing that makes the public feel like they're being taken for a ride. No, they and don't the feel like on. they're being taken for a ride. They are being taken for a ride. And it was very yeah. interesting. There's a, a memo that went out from the Home Office uh, uh, Permanent Secretary uh, yesterday, which was a Guido Fawkes website flagged up, uh, which basically shows, again, just a total and utter lack of concern for for the not just the public voters' values and preferences and priorities, but but the government. So, the, so you could disagree with the government, but the democratically elected government's uh, priorities. And, and, and nowhere was there tackling the channel migrant, tackling mm -hmm. the asylum background. Nowhere were any of those issues on on this particular... This, the man in charge of the Home Office's list of top priorities. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is very telling, isn't it? We do have a civil service, and Dominic Cummings, for all his faults, identified this correctly. You know, this blob, whether it's a, in the education system, whether it's in, in the health service, we certainly see that now, don't we? Uh, but certainly in the Home Office, and in the Foreign Office as well. And we saw that um, in, in various departments, when we you know we looked at you know, getting uh, Afghanistan people out of Afghanistan during the, the you know the the airlift from Kabul, um, there's just there's a level of not just incompetence, mm -hmm. not just bad management, not just the working from home pushing paper slow productivity issue, which 
literally cost lives in mm -hmm. Afghanistan, but also a, a bloody-mindedness against anything that a Tory or a Brexiteer government would want to do, against the values of the vast majority of people in this country, by the way, including Labour voters. And it's that sort of... It's that sort of civil servants, we know better. We need to save the voters and the government from themselves by basically not doing our master's bidding. The idea of this sort of elite first-class civil service that is entirely neutral, mm -hmm. th this, is, this is a complete load of nonsense. They're not elite and they're not neutral. I think that's exactly it. And I think the anyone who's trying to suggest otherwise looks very silly given the, what we've seen over the course of yeah. successive, particularly post-Brexit Tory governments, because they've wanted to do crazy things like implement the will of 17.4 million people never who voted catch on. for Brexit. And yet you see all of this intransigence, all this attempts to kind of throw sand into the machine and quite explicit attempts to just kind of stop this from happening because it offends their very sensibilities that we would do something like control borders or yeah. leave the European Union. And, and That's this, the thing, change. And this was something that was highlighted, wasn't it, this idea about, you know, the um, well, Lee Anderson, the deputy leader, of the deputy chairman, sorry, oh, deputy leader would be great fun, wouldn't it, deputy chair of the Conservative <laughs> Party, Lee Anderson, far more in tune uh, with, uh, with, with most people's views than I think uh, uh, certainly the, the likes who work at the Home Office have. And, and basically just saying, you know, that the, the, the people, you know, they've got all these charities and they're basically enablers of these, of these migrants. They're not actually doing anything to help the situation. And there are just an awful lot of people involved in this, whether they're lawyers or the charities, people in the Home Office and others, who fundamentally don't believe in the concept of borders or nation states, which is strange because a lot of these people are also massive fans of sending weaponry and help to Ukraine mm -hmm. to protect their national border from Russia and their right to be a, a, a nation state. I mean, don't they understand that these are the same things? I mean, your, your right to control your borders, whether it's Russian tanks coming mm -hmm. through or men of fighting age arriving on dinghies from France, the need and the right and the urge to protect your borders is a very fundamental part of being a nation state. Now, the last year, you would think, would have reminded people why national sovereignty is so yeah. important. And on the channel migrant stuff, you do wonder. You almost feel like these people are quite happy with the status quo, with tens of thousands of people, if yeah. nothing else, risking their lives in a very dangerous even if they, Even if it was a humanity issue, a humanitarian issue. Well, again, quite apart from the fact, again, that people who are saying this don't have to live next to the hostel or the hotel, mm -hmm. which is taken over by uh, these, these young men. And sorry, I don't want to live next to these people. I don't. I'm, I don't. I'm, I'm sorry if that people think that makes me bigger. I just I don't know who these people are. I don't I don't want them in this country. They've arrived illegally. They pay people five grand to get on a rickety boat to come to this country. By definition, I've got question marks about whether I want them living next door to me and my daughter. That, that's how I feel. I don't think that's an unusual feeling. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program. 
for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.